All right. It's another edition of Headliners. We are without Sheehan this week. We'll miss him terribly. He wrote a script for me. We'll miss him terribly, <laughs> but it's okay because we can always listen to previous episodes to hear his voice. So it's just me and Dave. We got box office. We got a lot of new stuff coming out that we're excited about. And that's about it. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I didn't realize you wrote I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. All right. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. As we said, John is not with us. He's sick. Sickest person that ever lived. Can't talk for half hour about all his favorite topics. So he's out of here. Just Dave and I, we got some good things to talk about. We got box office. Looks like the upside was the highest selling, whatever, highest. <laughs> it was the number one movie. Of, yeah. Number one the movie upside, ever. And then Aquaman, number two, A Dog's Way Home, number three. Spider-Man number four, Escape Room, Mary Poppins, Bumblebee, Oasis on the Basis of Sex, The Mule, and Vice. Pretty terrible, shitty list. Give us I'm, the good movies. I'm really upset that A Dog's Way Home is in the top five. Easy heartstrings movie there, though. But, I, I mean, I have young nephews and, like, a niece, and they love those movies with, like, you hear the dog's thought and all that. And I've watched some with them. They do not, they are not as bad as this movie looks from the trailer. Trailer looks so corny, but like I've said a couple times, made me cry. Just the trailer. So <laughs> I'm fucked. All right. Uh, what else? What, what's going on? How are you doing today, Dave? I'm doing good. We're recording on an off day, which kind of threw me. Yeah, but... I was going to say, hopefully nothing happens Thursday night or Friday night. Really exciting in the Hollywood world because we're recording early because we have some other things going on. It's kind of a hectic week. But – there are a lot of new things coming out. We can go one by one down this list. This is what we wanted to talk about. You threw this on here. The new Ghostbusters movie, and the most interesting thing, because you hear Ghostbusters, and you're like, oh, what's the new franchise? It's going to be the, the female version again. Because uh, that movie probably did make money, even though everyone says it's terrible. I think it's like unanimously disliked, right? Yeah, it was pretty awful. Not because there are women doing it. No, no, just so it's bad. just Yeah, it was just a bad movie. It was the least common denominator of humor. Exactly. The first movie plays it all straight. Like, there's humor in it, but nobody's, like, winking at the camera or anything. And in the 2016 one, I felt at any moment Leslie Jones was going to turn to the camera and be like, ah, ghosts, guys. Yeah. So I didn't watch that one. So this one, uh, Jason Reitman is going to direct it, and it's going to be set in the original universe and be a, you know, finish where those left off so it's completely canceling the 2016 female one do we know who's going to be in this is it going to be the it's, same they, they haven't officially announced it yet but they already they released a teaser today too um that doesn't show any characters but they show someone working in a barn and then like on an ecto like a gun or whatever mm -hmm. and the wind blows and knocks a tarp off uh what looked like just a pile and it was the original car they had from the first movie so that, that's the teaser. Uh, it's rumored that it's Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, uh, Hudson's coming back, 
and it's going to be – but they're not the leads. The leads are going to be younger people, and it's going to kind of be a passing of the torch movie. Okay, interesting. Which I, I think that's the only really real way you can do this if you're going to – like, they're all too old to be fighting ghosts for the most part and running around. Yeah, do, do you think they even want to do it? Um, I will say the person who's making this movie, Jason Reitman, it's a real departure – from his movies. Um, so he, he did, he did Tully. Yeah. He did Tully. He did Juno. Those kind of same themes. He did labor day and young adult. Don't know if you've seen those. He did up in the air. That was another big, I like that one. Yeah. Juno up in the air. Tully. Those are all big. Thank you for smoking. I know the name of that, but I've never actually seen that movie, but I just feel like that comes up all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, some episodes of the TV show casual, which all those are like life. Like about yes. real life people and real life problems and a little more on the mundane side. So it's kind of a departure from all that to now do a Ghostbusters big but Ghostbusters movie. I think he'll do well because his dad is the guy who wrote and directed the first two. Yeah, I mean I, And he was like he, he in the interview he talks about growing up on the set, like as the number one Ghostbusters fan, he had like the merch before the movie was even picked up by any studio and he worked on it with his dad when his dad was still alive. And then, yeah, I wonder if he wanted to, if, if because his dad was who he was, like that's why he makes kind of a little lesser, different, movie. different movies. I don't mean lesser in quality. I mean, lesser in like box office and mass appeal. Maybe. Do we think Rick Moranis is going to come back for this? Wow, I don't know. His story is so cool. He just like his his wife died, and he was like, "I'm a dad now." Right? Isn't that why? He For the most part, he he never actually officially retired. He was act. I was reading an interview with him a couple months ago, and he said, "I was just turning down roles for a few years because I wanted to be there for my kids. I didn't retire." Yeah, and then people just stopped sending them. He was just on the Goldbergs a couple months ago. Um, as what does he look like now? He he just did a voice. Someone was having a Spaceballs dream, and he did the voice of, uh, whatever the Darth Vader stand in it. Wow, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's getting back into acting. So I think if there is a movie he'd come back for, it would be the Ghostbusters reunion with the entire original cast back. Yeah, that sounds about right. So this guy's dad, I'm just looking through IMDb, he did Stripes, Meatballs, Ghostbusters, three in a row right there. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, comedies. Wow. That's pretty cool. He also did – then he did – holy shit. So Ivan Reitman is, is – am I saying that right? right yes. Reitman? Right. Okay. So you guys know I like going on IMDb and just looking at people's histories. But listen to this. This guy, he did uh, – oh, wait. I, I scrolled far, too far down. I want to go to director. All right. Here, here. He did – Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters. Those are all, like, I know, I haven't seen all of them, but I know them as, like, big-time comedies. Yeah, classics. Then he did Legal Eagles. I have no idea what that is, so that must have flopped. But then he did Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Then he Isn't did it? Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yep, and you know what was supposed to be right after Junior? Ghostbusters 3, but he and Bill Murray had a falling out, and they didn't speak to each other again until he like he died, before they ever came, came together. together. Wow. That's a crazy uh, 
seven movie stretch where the only one I don't know is Legal Eagles in the middle. But everyone else, it's actually an eight movie stretch. Legal Legal Eagles with this Robert. Uh, and he, he, just so you can picture him, he is the fourth Ghostbuster. He's the nerdy guy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Good for that dude. Good for that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a career. So that was one that you were excited for. One that I'm excited for is Al Pacino is going to be on this new Amazon series uh, called The Hunt. It's going to be a Nazi killer. This is the first time Al Pacino is ever going to do TV, which is pretty wild. I mean, he's been in some episodes of things. It says it's been in Angels in America and the Godfather series is a miniseries. This is the first time he's doing television. Still like Al Pacino. I still like a big draw for me. And I love I love period pieces and I love mm-hmm. the history. And Amazon sneakily does have some good series that they get shit on for not having quality, but I like some Amazon series. What not quality do they have? I think they're better than Netflix at this point. Well, the problem with that is Netflix just does so much. Yes. That, that you know, Netflix does so much that... They have like a shotgun approach where they just throw shit out there and hope something like something will hit for someone. Where Amazon is a lot less content, and I but I think more of it is prestige. Yeah, there was a time where every time Netflix put out an original series, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, and then finally I had to realize, all right, like not all of these are for me. So pick and choose because I was getting <laughs> like I want to watch everything. But I mean, let's see. I'm looking at it. So, question, because I didn't see you had thrown this in there till we were about to record. Is this during World War II, or is this in that period for, like, the 50s and 60s when the Nazis had fled to Argentina and he's hunting them down there? Um, that's, like, a really great question because... Because I think both could be good, but the Argentina one would be something I'm more interested in. So the article I found... It says, after discovering that hundreds of high-ranking Nazi officials are conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the United States, the group goes seeking justice. So it takes place in 1977. Oh, so this isn't based on the real life, like, Nazi hunters. Yeah, I guess not. This isn't history. Uh, Jordan Peele is the executive producer for it. Huh. That could be good. Still interested. But Me I hope too. it doesn't get shitty because now it's sounding like this is a little bit like the Man in the High Castle, which is like you know alternate fictionalized history, and I hate the Man in the High Castle. Oh really? I really like. I haven't watched the third season yet, but I really liked the second season. I thought the first season was good. good. I, I stopped watching the first season, which is very rare that I don't finish a series because yeah. I was just like, this is going nowhere. I think I was like six episodes in. And I was like, what's happening? Nothing. It does pick up, though. The second season is very good. And they do a good job at really humanizing the Nazi characters. There was a point in the second season where I was like, fuck yeah, he succeeded. And I was like, shit, he succeeded in extending the Third Reich. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, that's not a great moment when you realize that. But talking... Sorry. Sorry. This is 77, 1977, New York. So, uh... I'm getting mixed feelings on this now. I'll wait till I see a trailer. The person who worked on this also worked <laughs> on Bates Motel, Revenge from AMC, and uh, Red Zone for CBS. You throw ABC, A&E, and CBS my way, I'm not thinking good. I have heard Bates Motel is good. The others I haven't even heard of. I think people like it as a kitschy... Schlocky, yeah. ...thing. 
So now that we read a little further, Al Pacino is still a huge draw for me, but I'm not that. I'm sorry for bringing it to your attention. Maybe you're not going to be into it. No, now I feel like it's it's dropped down from must watch to wait until we see footage of it. Yeah, I'll check out the first episode, but I'm not I'm not automatically watching the second. But speaking of Nazi hunters, yeah, trailer dropped today for a movie we spoke about months ago. I think it was the middle of summer. Uh, the Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, starring Sam Elliott, Ron Levinson's in it. There's a few other actors who I recognize, but I don't know their names. We, When we first talked about it, we thought it was going to be like a corny, campy Sam Elliott's killing Hitler and Bigfoot. And that like an not- Into the Wild feel. Not Into the Wild. Yes. Um, what was that movie? The Adam Sandler, but he's not in it. It's his crew. Ah, shit. Strange Wilderness? I don't. Yeah, something like that, like just like a joke, like a like a kind of. A well, I, yeah, movie. I was thinking like Cabin in the Woods type of feel. Yeah, and that's not what this is at all. It's a very they play it completely straight from what I can tell in the trailer. A just a story about this old go, uh, government agent who was an assassin who killed Hitler and is dealing with like remorse from killing someone even if he deserved to die, and now the government reactivates him to hunt down Bigfoot. This is, something that you, this is something that might shock you, but the movie entitled The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then Bigfoot looks like a high-quality movie. Right? It looks like a serious drama almost, which you're not so, expecting. So this has played at festivals. So after I watched the trailer, I did a little bit of research just because I was so thrown off from what I was expecting. And what I read, like, no spoilers, but they're like, no, it's played completely straight. And it just uses a wacky premise to explore a man dealing with guilt and remorse. I'm so interested. I was ready yeah. to be not interested. And now I'm very interested. And Sam Elliott, no matter what he does, even if like the movie or the show isn't great, he's always good. Yeah. I can watch him do anything. Yeah, I agree. He's one of those right. guys. Next up, we have the Fry Festival, which happened in 2016, maybe? 2017? I don't know what it was. It wasn't that long ago. 2017, I think. Ja ja Rule and this big funder, not this big investor dude, they hired a bunch of Instagram models and promoted this festival that was going to have Blink-182. They bought an island to host it, and all the ads said it was going to be this like luxurious festival for hundreds of dollars. And they went there, and it was survival tents for, like, first aid relief tents, sandwich with, sandwiches with just a slice of cheese in the middle, which is hilarious. And it was, like, looting, and it was crazy, and it was terrible. Big lawsuits. I don't know the ending of this story, actually. I don't know if that how much trouble Ja Rule and that other guy got into. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I won't spoil it. Oh, did you did your mic cut out? Yeah, I don't know how much I have or don't have. But I have the YouTube just in case. Okay. I won't spoil it because I do know how the story ends. And I I think the trailer for the Netflix documentary looks awesome. It looks like a great documentary. So to screw over Netflix, Hulu dropped their own documentary on this earlier this week. And one of the points of that documentary is that the guys behind the Fuck Jerry account on Instagram – they were big, like a big part of the fire, like Firefest, 
and they're also the producers of the Netflix one. Oh, it froze. I have no idea if he heard that. Hello? You there? Oh, hey! You there? Hey! You there? I'm there. I lost you real, real bad. The, you said the last I heard was the Fuck Jerry account was involved somehow? Yes. So the Fuck Jerry guys were, like, they did money and social media and everything for the Firefest, like, when it was going to go on, and were a big reason it got so popular and, like, kids got stranded there. And they also are producers of the Netflix documentary. So they're, so, just, they're just on both sides of the story? Yes. That, well, that's what the Hulu one is like calling out, that the Netflix one's probably going to be censored to how much the social media actually screwed over people because it was done by the producers of it. Yeah. Well, fuck, fuck Jerry. Yeah, he seems like a fucking douchebag. Yes. They all, all the, all the content stealers, they all suck. But the the trailer for the documentary does look awesome. It looks like a great thing to watch. Yeah, it looks really well. So did you watch the Hulu one? Are people saying the Hulu one's good or bad? Um, I haven't watched it yet. I'm actually watching it tonight. But they people say it's very good. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested. That's a crazy story. Like, really, really nuts that that happened. It makes me jealous that people that were at the festival, like, it sucked at the time. But that's such a good story. Like, I, yeah, I was there. It was fucking miserable. Let me tell you how miserable it was. You have everyone in the whole entire room captivated. Yeah. Like, I'm a little so, jealous um, I wasn't there. A buddy of mine, he didn't actually go, but the second that picture was going viral of the cheese on the bread, and, like, he kind of realized what this was going to be, he went on their site and bought a Firefest t-shirt, so he has a Firefest t-shirt. Wow. They, should, they can probably make money off the merch, just novelty items. Probably. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm pretty. I'm pretty interested in that. I love documentaries. I started watching. Do you want to do some uh, some um, recommendations? I started watching Murder Mountain on Netflix. Huh. Uh, it wasn't originally a Netflix documentary, but it's about. It's in um, Humboldt County, and it's about you know the the weed business that goes on there, and people go there like thinking they're going to work in the weed industry, and it's going to be fun and. Then like these, there's all these murders. I only did a couple episodes, but it seems pretty interesting. I love documentaries that are not super agenda filled. I don't yeah, think anything that, that's that, agenda filled. Yeah, that that sounds interesting. What's that on Netflix? You said. Yeah, I don't think it's in a Netflix original, but it is. But Netflix they like picked original. up the rights or whatever. Yeah, you watching anything else good lately? Uh, I am almost done with Godless. It's been slow lately. I haven't had a ton of free time to watch stuff. Oh. How do you how are you oh. liking how are you liking Godless? I, I really like Godless so far. I think I have two episodes left. And I'm also watching the second season of Future Man, which is the Seth Rogen comedy on Hulu. It's very funny. If you like uh sci fi comedy shenanigans. It's with uh what's his name? PETA from the Hunger Games is the lead. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched anything else. Still crushing cheers. True Detective. If you have not listened to our True Detective recap, go listen to it. I know my sister, she doesn't watch like a ton of TV shows, but mm. she watched True Detective, so she listened to our recap and stuff. And she in theory is actually picking up a lot of steam on Reddit. That blows by... my mind. I wanted to laugh at him when he told us that. 
Yeah, a lot of people are saying it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to watch True Detective and listen to that episode. I got nothing else. The only thing I will say with people, if, if you're searching for stuff to listen to, Dave and I are both really enjoying Conan's podcast. Yes. And did you listen to the Adam Sandler episode? Yeah, I finished it uh, this morning. It was so good. It's so good. They're genuine friends. It, the, my favorite thing was they're saying they're at the elementary school because both their kids go to the same elementary school and the, the principal or teacher will be asking for chaperones or help and Conan will hear Adam Sandler in the back just be, Conan's got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Conan's I also got love, because they apparently live next to each other too and he, uh, Sandler is saying he goes on bike rides with his kids a lot and anytime they ride past Conan's house, he's just like, Hey, Coney! <laughs> Pretty good. So go check that out. All right, thanks for stopping by. Quick episode with just the two of us and no no huge news, really. Just like a bunch of new no. stuff coming out, but there's no big scandal or anything crazy going on in the entertainment world right now. Ooh, and I know we missed it because it comes out on Thursday and we're recording Wednesday, but the John Wick 3 trailer is dropping. That'll be big. You Ooh, haven't seen those lo- movies. No, but people love John Wick. I know that. Yes. Yeah. Good movie. I recommend that. Go watch that. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Come back on Monday. We were, we were reviewing Bird Box. Uh, which is on Netflix. So spend your weekend watching Bird Box and then come listen to us talk about it. It's uh, If you don't know what Bird Box is at this point, get your head out of the sand. Yeah, go online, figure out what Bird Box is, and then watch it. Well, yeah. All right. See ya. Thanks. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Oh, oh. Love y'all. Love Outro. y'all. <laughs>